Last week you asked, uh, Union Berlin, what are they known as? Oh, yes. They, they, their, uh, their nicknames are the Iron Ones. It's, it's not up there with the Bears or the Cubs, the Iron Ones, but it is, it is very German. <laughs> What's the backstory there? That's kind of odd. You know what? I, I'm going to save that. Uh, so that's what I learned. The background could be what I learned next week now. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for listening. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Better this week than last week. I don't know. Well, we don't we don't know that yet. We're, we're not. <laughs> let's let's see how the next hour, hour and a half goes before making a big broad statement like that. Just remember, it can always get worse, right? Boy, last week was bad. Yeah, hold 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 this. <laughs> Each episode better than the next. Wait. Yep, I said that right. <laughs> You know, um, thinking about that, there was a, there was another, um, there, there was another, if, if, if eventually we don't like these, these two, we have two taglines because we couldn't settle on one. Right. Um, if we, if we ever need, um, a third, a substitute one, right. And that needs to come back in. Um, I, I think we can, uh, I was, I was proposing, uh, if you want a podcast really bad, well, you've got a really bad podcast <laughs> talking to Todd. <laughs> We, we can hold that one though for in case of emergency. Right. But I really like it on a mug. <laughs> when we get, tell you what, when we get to 500 downloads, we will do a special edition word cloud mug with that as the slogan. How's that? Okay. That's good. Because when you said, when we get to 500, my first thought was you were going to say episodes. And I was thinking, oh, we're, we're not going to make it that long. <laughs> 500 downloads we could do. Yeah. We yeah. could do that. Yeah. We could do, do that. that. Sure. Oh, yeah. So uh, do we have a guest this week? We do not have a guest this week. Did we schedule a guest this week and they just didn't show up? Nope. Nobody Lucas. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, did we get any feedback? I think, I think we've got, we've, it looks, it looks like this. looks like we did, uh, we did get some feedback. Did, did any of this come to feedback at talking to Todd.com or did you just get, did this all just get texted straight to you? Uh, r- random feedback on Facebook. <laughs> oh, and, yeah, and and texted to me, and not texted to me through the official talking to Todd text line, which does work, by the way. Tuck texted to me on my personal phone, the number I am not giving out on the podcast, because apparently enough of our listeners already have it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They've all got it anyway. I don't need to give it out. <laughs> You've got it. Text me. So let me, uh, let me ask you this. Um, did, did any of it come from Mark this week? It, it did. <laughs> I was, I was kind of expecting something <laughs> from, um, from renowned union Berlin supporter, Mark Felderman. So, um, he started listening and my phone started on Saturday morning and my phone started blowing up immediately. <laughs> and I mean, immediately, <laughs> Let me ask you this, just general, before you get into this, is he pleased with our selection of a team for him? Um, well, they're not from Schleswig-Holstein, um, which is the region of Germany from which he already has a flag. Oh, that would have saved us some money. It would have, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. He started answering the questions along with us to the survey as we were going. Uh, at one point, he wanted to know if we had his expressed written consent. (laughs) And I said, Oh, we're going to need it eventually. (laughs) That was in the waiver when he, when he joined us as a guest, that was in the waiver. As soon as he clicks in. Yeah. Yeah. He should have read the fine print. He should have. He remembered that he and I and dad and uncle Dan went to a game. So he remembered before you did. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Uh, he requested a team from, from Schleswig-Holstein. Um, and I said, oh, you do follow 
German soccer. He's like, well, as much as U.S. soccer, which seems fair. Totally fair. Totally fair. Totally, totally fair. Um, and his team this week, for what it's worth, I texted him because he was having a bad day. Because his team and I said, his team, his team, his team did not win a game this week. They lost four nil, and yesterday they tied one one, which is right on par for Union Berlin. It's their fifteenth tie this year. In case you're counting. And we know Mark is. Although Mark should be very, very proud of his team. Because in that 1-1 tie, they were down to 10 men. And they were down 1-0 with 10 men. And they rallied back to get that goal to get that tie. So they worked hard for that tie. So, you know, I'm sure that's not lost on Mark. That's that's way more information than anybody really needs. But I'm sure he appreciates that. I, you know what? Now I, I want to make sure, you know, I, I, again, I know that he's watching every match, but I want everybody else to enjoy, enjoy Mark's team with him. So yeah. Well, but uh, unfortunately the Berlin Derby, Derby, Derby. Yes. Excuse me. The Berlin Derby. That, didn't, was, that did not go well for them. It, it did not, but the replay was on the marquee network, which mm. he doesn't get. <laughs> Hey, and I texted him, Hey, your team is on. He's like, Oh yeah. What a shame. I don't get that network. Did they win? Nope. <laughs> nice pick. You know what I said? They all can't be winners. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And then, um, he wasn't particularly impressed with your, the thing that you learned about sun tea. He thought that was kind of a new low. So here's my thought. Yes. It's not like that's my opinion, right? I found a fact. <laughs> so if Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book on the dangers of sun tea, it's not like, well, Malcolm Gladwell destroyed sun tea. No, he found the fact. I, I, is he saying, I mean, is he saying the fact that I, I found out that the sun tea, and the only reason I found it out is because I wanted to make it, right? I wanted to make it. I wanted to enjoy sun tea. And then I found out that it might, you know, be incredibly dangerous for you. And that's a, that's a new low. Hmm. Okay. Well, which, which, which hypochondriac in your house encouraged you to go Google that? Oh, nobody, nobody encouraged. I mean, I Google a lot of stuff. Let's put it that way. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm now interested in, uh, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to Google hypochondriac. I wonder where that word came from. See, now you're just opening up a Pandora's box to me Googling stuff. The, so the last piece of feedback from Mark, he was driving and listening to the gin blossoms. And their song, Hey Jealousy, one of the lyrics is, if you don't expect too much from me, you might not be let down. And he thought that it was a perfect, unofficial, official theme song for Talking to Todd. And so when- Can't argue with that. (laughs) No. And when I did a little bit more research into Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms, the song was included in the group's debut album. Dusted in 1989, but it didn't really break through until their 1992 album, New Miserable Experience, which also describes this podcast. <laughs> Just keeps getting better and better. It does. I'm thinking we could make that the podcast. We could make that the theme. We can't. We can't. We can't afford the rights to that. So, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's good. And we'd put it on the Word Cloud mug, but it would get pulled. So it would get yes, for, it would for intellectual get property. Pulled. We did I send you the list of the new words for the word cloud mug? I don't I've got a list. Oh, you have a list. No, I don't believe you did. I do. No, oh, okay. Um, the 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 ones up top, you know, make sense. Easy, you know, Todd, Dwayne, talking to Todd, um, twenty-two dollars. All the greatest hits. Right. Uh failure is always an option. That's on there. I'm intellectual property. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I, I added terrified conga line. There you go. Yep. Mark, Twill, Aunt Sue. Baseball. We talk about baseball a lot. Mark suggested Bianca's husband since um, <laughs> since we can't say Mick Jagger. This 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 mug is getting to be a very large mug, <laughs> right? You got to go for the fifteen ounce. They don't all fit on the eleven. Cheaters, clowns, cuckoo. Uh, don't say Harry Carey. Uh, I got pedantic on there still. Can we put on Podbean? Should we put on Podbean? We we pay them, so no. So no, okay. It's so I'm going to need this. Is this is it's like a reverse sponsorship? We we pay them to talk about them. We shouldn't do that. Oh, I've got I've got a phrase on there that I'm not allowed to say. Good idea. I mean, we're allowed to print it on a mug. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not allowed, allowed to say it, and I'm allowed to use it. Yes, you are. 
Yeah. Yeah. I've got surveys on there. I did not put on Kansas City Royals. Yeah, that that get us in trouble. That would get us that would get us in trouble. Stuff, stories, sports, baseball, merch, theme music. So as you're as you're repeating all that stuff, um, I'll give you I'll give you one bit of feedback. Um, yes. So I, I took your um, I took your approach to getting um, people to listen to our podcast, and last Sunday went for a drive with uh, with Lisa in the car, and I said, "Why don't we just put on the podcast?" And we just drove around around the undisclosed location for an hour to make sure we got to li- listen to the whole podcast. Fifty-seven minutes. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> So she's in the car. She can't leave. And at the end of it, the feedback I got from her, and I think this is this is this is borne out by the word cloud mug. Just is her comment was, you know, if you guys ever find a topic to talk about, you guys are you guys will do okay. <laughs> Which she highlighted. What are you going to talk about this week? I don't know. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> I just added. I don't know to the word cloud. <laughs> yeah, that works. Speaking of last week's episode, um, yes. So. I did have one other bit of feedback. Yes. From Lisa. Was that supposed to be in there? <laughs> at, 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 there was a part in, in last week's episode that it pulled back the curtain behind the scenes. And, and it, it was what a members only show would look like, which is uh, a lot of dead air and us talking about, uh, let me try that again. Cause that wasn't funny. I got a better idea. Nah, scroll that scroll up, scroll, yeah. scroll up to five fifty two. Yeah. Oh, Oh, there it is. Do, yeah. do I need to send that to you again? Yeah. It was a whole bunch of that. You know what? Yeah. Just some dead air while I'm looking. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so that was in for a while. So, so what, what happened? Well, so I've got a process where I, I start at the end and edit backwards because I've got timeline notes and then the timeline doesn't, I, I know exactly where the parts are that as I'm making notes that I need to go back through and pull this stuff out. Uh, I've got a process. Well, last week I didn't follow it and then forgot to go back and snag that section as I was editing and then published it. And so anybody that is signed up to automatically download our podcast got the original version. And then I too got in the car on Saturday morning, drove up to Ankeny and was listening. And like you, um, Amy was in the car with me. We're listening. And she's like, Oh my God, what is going on here? This is awful. At which point I shut it off and called you. I was just thinking that that was the part you meant to take out, not the part we left in. Right. Just just to be clear. Okay. Yes. Yes. Just to be clear. Yes. She was commenting on the part that I screwed up, not the rest of it. Come on, there's just our normal read-in. <laughs> yeah, it's a cold open. What's wrong with that? At which point I called you and had you pull it until I could get home and snag the two minutes and 12 seconds so that it rolled normally. Sarah Judson Brown, who, by the way, gave us our words this week, listened to it after I edited, and she thought it was just fine. <laughs> she thought it was just fine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Like, oh, good. You got you got version two. That's great. Good deal. So if you listened early, sorry about that. Huh. It's Dwayne on the phone. Hey, what's up? Push the red button. What red button? Just take it down. Take it down. Shut all the trash compactors down on the detention level. Just shut them all down. Okay. <laughs> abort, abort, abort. Yeah. yeah. There's a process. There's a process. We just need to, you just need to follow the process. Plan the work, work the plan, right? Got to get better at that. What else? Oh, as of as of yesterday afternoon, we still have no update on the Google twenty two dollars. Yeah, this this could probably go on for a while. I'm yeah, just I'm, I'm just I'm I'm thinking we we submitted something to to a state agency. So well, it went into the box that they don't know what to do with. So you know, it's just gonna it's just gonna sit out there for a while. <laughs> Every now and then they walk by, look at it, go, huh? I still don't know what to do with that. <laughs> and then they just keep right on walking. <laughs> Throw it back in the bin. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> the let's see, what else happened this week? Well, this happened a couple of weeks ago, actually. I just haven't I just haven't had a chance to to tell you this. I had an Ocean's Eleven moment. You you didn't you didn't rob you didn't rob a Las Vegas casino, did you? I did I did not. Okay, I just want when you say Ocean's Eleven moment, I'm like, oh my goodness. What okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So you remember the scene? Where because by the way, now would be a terrible time to rob a Las Vegas casino. 
Hey, when did all this work? I got into the vault. Oh, the money's gone. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They're closed. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So do you remember the scene where Scott Kahn and Casey Affleck are at the raceway and one of them is in the regular size truck and the other one is driving the remote control truck that's, you know, a miniature of the big one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Amy and I are in the car. Uh, I'm like a mile from our house and I come around the corner and I look and there's this little car in the road and there's a guy standing over to the side driving it along. And I have this scene <laughs> from Ocean's 11 flash before my eyes. Did you, where, did, did you drive over his little toy car? I did not. But you but wanted I to. So, I so wanted badly, to. so badly. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm going to get out of the car and I'm going to drop you like third period French. It's one of my favorite scenes in that movie, but I just had this, Oh, oh I could just shboom, but I didn't, but that was, that was my oceans 11 moment. That happened a couple of weeks ago. Okay. When I, when I saw that you had to talk about that, I was worried about, uh, it was either going to involve some sort of heist at a casino <laughs> or you and Brad Pitt hanging out for a while, but you know, a toy car that works too. Okay, that that does make more sense, though. <laughs> that was the most realistic part from Ocean's Eleven. That's that that is the part that I have the most chance of relating to. Right? I'm not dating Julia Roberts. I'm you know not a good pickpocket. What else would you do this week? Um, it's hot here. It's hot. It's as we record. It's 105 degrees. <laughs> No, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's 105. Last night, I texted my family at 8 o'clock. It had gotten down to 98 degrees at 8 o'clock. So, so it gets cooler, but not cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I, think, I, th- I think the extreme heat warning that was issued for this area uh, warned that it will get down into the mid-70s overnight and then warm up during the day. Yeah. yeah. That was our high today of 77, overnight low of 54. You're welcome. Yeah. So at 105, you, you don't do a lot, right? Like if you're going for a run, you're doing it early. Um, I did. And I did. Yes. I finished. Um, I, I was, I was back in the house by 840 and it had hit 82 degrees already. It's <laughs> good. Time. So, uh, should have gone a little earlier. Uh, yeah. And went, uh, I, I went, I went, went hiking last weekend, uh, in one of our state parks and, uh, it, it was, it was a, it was a mild 85 degrees. Um, I don't, I don't believe that there's going to be hiking, uh, at two o'clock in the afternoon this weekend. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, you just, you just hope that the air conditioner holds together. So, oh, you know what? <clears throat> I do have one more thing. Can we talk about Bundesliga soccer some more? Sorry. Can we talk about Bundesliga football some more? Good catch. And sure. Because I know that's what I know that's what people tune in for. So I watched uh I watched Bayern and Dortmund uh earlier this week. And um it, it was basically it, it it was the biggest match of the year between the 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 top two teams. I'd I'd watched I'd watched some uh some Bundesliga the previous week and they just had the commentators and the field mics, right? So you get to hear everything, right? Ooh. Like you just, you get to hear the players talking and yelling. And even though I took three years of uh, high school German, I don't speak any of it, but you can tell just from the tone when they're swearing at each other, which is kind of cool. Like, Stuff I don't know what, don't. I don't know what that word is, but I probably shouldn't use it. You also got to hear, um, hear the coaches yell. You get to hear every time they kick the ball, you hear the thud of the ball, right? Like you hear everything. And at first you're like, that's amazing. And then after a couple of minutes of watching that, you think this is, this is terrible. Like, this is not what this is supposed to sound like. And realistically, when it, when it comes to watching, when it comes to watching football here, you have to pay attention at all times. Right. Because normally when there's a match on, 
you can turn away. And if something starts building up, you hear the crowd noise, like the crowd start. If it's, it's good for the home team, you start hearing them get excited. And if it's bad for the home team, you start hearing them, you know, like get worried and you know, oh, I should go look at this, look at the TV. But without any of that, I literally just turned away. And all of a sudden I just hear goal. Like, where'd that come from? Like, it was just a surprise. So you ha- you have to like if there's a if there's a breakaway, right? Either yeah. either way, you have right? no idea, <laughs> right? Yep. If some you know ball goes out of bounds, you got a corner kick. Everybody amps up. You know you yes yeah yeah. So so now you have to pay really close attention, which you know it's, it's not exactly what I was going to do. So so this week the broadcaster and I don't know if it was FS1 that did this or if it was the World Feed, but they pumped in crowd noise. And what's interesting is, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you, Dwayne. When they were talking about the NFL is going to have to pump in crowd noise or NBA or whatever, I thought this is terrible. Like, it's you do not pump in crowd noise. It's not there. You broadcast the game. What I will tell you is, after watching parts of three Bundesliga football matches, I am all in on the crowd noise. Because what they ended up doing for Dortmund Bayern was they didn't just pump in crowd noise. They had a sound editor. They had people there. So first of all, let me just say that right international international soccer, international football is different than a lot of American sports in that there are songs or chants or something going on constantly throughout the entire match. So there's always it's not it's not a buzzing it's it's like there's there's literally crowd you know the crowd's chanting or the crowd is singing it's it's a very different environment than american sports that missing just the 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 chanting and the singing missing is a huge you notice it if it's not there so that's one piece let, let me ask are there like rival sound editors do they have like a a dj <laughs> for each team so that you know, if if something bad for their team happens, they can ramp up the booze while the other DJ ramps up the cheers. <laughs> well, here's here's what they were doing, and this was wild, right? So during this game, which Dortmund was playing at home, they were playing the normal crowd sounds from Dortmund. So it was the Dortmund cheers and chants and songs. And when when Dortmund was doing well they would start the cheering and the clapping when, and this is, this is just completely wild. When the referee would make a call that went against Dortmund, the sound editor was playing people whistling, which is what they would do, right? Like that's the, the, that's how they, the, the, in European football, uh, you don't, you don't boo the referee, you whistle. And so they started playing whistles, but at the same time, when Bayern scored, sorry, hashtag spoiler alert, when Byron scored, they dropped <laughs> in case, just in case, in case somebody, Mark, just in case Mark wants to watch later. Well, in case he had it, he had it on the TiVo and he was saving for the weekend. I'm sorry. I should have thought about that. Um, <laughs> when the home team gives up a goal, they, they, they reduced the Dortmund sound and they brought in a, at a less volume, but as if there were Bayern visitors cheering. <laughs> So they were literally bringing in and trying to make it sound like it would normally sound. And what I would say is, and this is again, completely changed my mind. Watching it without any crowd noise was unnerving for the entire match I watched. I never got used to it. I never, it, it just didn't, it didn't feel right. And I turned this game on and I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't believe they're using crowd sounds. And after two minutes, I was like, yep, this is right. You need this. They also they also showed the stadium. The seats were empty. I don't care. I it's the seeing the empty seats isn't the problem. I mean, it's weird. There's empty seats and there's there's crowd noise. It's not like they needed to CGI all these fans in, but you need the crowd noise to make the broadcast seem what the game should be. And so I'm now wondering when the NHL returns, when the NBA returns, if and when Major League Baseball returns. I'm wondering if the broadcasters need to do that. And and again, I'm just throwing this out because I thought it was a terrible idea until I, until I watched one of each and now I've completely changed my mind. So that's also what I did this week. I changed my mind about fake crowd noise in televised sporting events. Is, are they pumping it into the stadium 
or are they just pumping it into feeding it into the broadcast? Could you tell? They're not pumping it into the stadium. Okay. So it's only on the broadcast because okay, so, it's, so it's not ubiquitous. No, it is it is literally just on the TV because it's not affecting the match one way or the other. Because one of the one of the somebody who was in the stadium was talking about how eerie it was and they were describing all the things that I had heard from the previous match and I'm thinking I didn't hear any of that. Why? Cuz <laughs> cuz I was listening to the fake crowd noise. <laughs> so there you go. I've now I've now completely changed my mind 100% on on fake crowd noise. I I'm not changing my mind on the laugh track in uh, sitcoms. That's just that's an abomination. But fake crowd noise for sporting events, yeah, I'm all in. So I read speaking speaking of, I read an interview of Aaron Sorkin about sports night and how the studio required, have you read this article, but how the studio required that they use a laugh track on sports night to begin with. And nobody wanted to do it, but the studio made them do it. So they did. And then they just gradually over the course of three or four episodes, um, faced it out, <laughs> dialed it down, dialed it down, faced it out, used it less and less, and then just stopped. And nobody ever said anything about it. <laughs> but it was it was a make or break kind of deal where they had to have it, and then they just you know they just phased it out. Yep. There's probably lessons about dealing in corporate America with that, but mm, that's not this podcast. That's a different show. <laughs> that's definitely a different show. All right. So what's uh oh, by the way, one more piece of feedback. Sorry, I know I'm jumping all around. Um <clears throat> Lisa uh, was not a fan of the whooshes. And I say that because I know that our next discussion we're probably gonna be uh whooshing some of this. Uh Lisa Lisa said there were too many whooshes and uh we were going so fast that uh she didn't uh she she couldn't understand what we were saying. I think that's nice of her to say that. I think the problem is is that it wasn't the whooshes. It was that we were just being unintelligible in what we were talking about. But I didn't want to correct her with that. So I'm just going to say, yeah, yeah. You know what? It was Dwayne and his editing style. Yeah. Well, you know, last week's editing kind of sucked. So I'll own that. Okay. So what are we talking about this week? Uh, I don't know. Amy. So Amy doesn't think we should do a second quiz or survey. We shouldn't do that two weeks in a row. She's probably not wrong. I haven't stayed married this long telling my wife that she's wrong. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that now. Yeah. Um, so, so this is going to be like the fourth consecutive week we skipped the NFL survey. Yes, it okay. is. Okay, cool. Do we do we have any other content? <laughs> did you see Mindy Kaling's tweet? Um, I did not. You, you said we might be talking about it. Uh, and so uh, I didn't know if I was supposed to look at it ahead of time or just do the, this is one of those where we're going to let Todd react to stuff. I, I thought maybe you'd want to read it beforehand. No, we'll just, you know, we'll just, we'll just throw this at you and see what kind of reaction we get. I'm, so, I'm opening it up as we speak. Uh, you can, you can, you can discuss it and I'm, I'm, I'm reading. So Mindy Kaling tweets, I listened to walking in Memphis five times on repeat today. What a song. That's a tweet that Todd could appreciate. Yeah. Because, and then Mark Cohn replied, thanks so much, Mindy. Thrilled you like that old chestnut. May I suggest you move on to a different song of mine for a bit? <laughs> you, 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 you know, I've got five more albums. <laughs> it's not the only song I did. <laughs> a lot of people think Ma'am I Am Tonight is one of the all-time great lines. I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with that. You know, it is. You know what? What's what's really what what becomes? I don't know. This is just me. Problematic uh, is in his songs, right? So that's his signature. So that's Mark Cohn's signature song, and I've seen him five, six times in concert. And so, you know, when your favorite artist does their favorite song, right? It becomes a sing along, right? Everybody, you just everybody, you know. Uh, Billy Joel does Piano Man. Everybody, everybody sings it, right? And like thinking about Billy Joel and Piano Man, he he sings the, the more concerts you go to, you realize the less and less of that song he normally sings, right? Because <laughs> everybody's singing it. So you're like, yeah, screw it. I'll just play the piano and just listen to the crowd, right? And then at one point, I mean, every time though, he does and just he just lets everybody and he's like, you know, encouraging it so he can listen to it or whatever. So uh, in Mark Cohn's concerts, um, when he does walk in Memphis, that might be the signature. That's the signature line, right? Um, when, when Muriel asks, um, um, are you a Christian? And he says, ma'am, uh, I am tonight. The problem is two things. One, 
so he he's playing and then he doesn't sing that line usually live. Right. Number two, it's really not an easy line to sing um, for whatever reason. I, I don't know. It's not, it's not complicated. It just doesn't sound good when the audience in, in a crowd of 30,000 people. Well, this is Mark Cohn. So let's go, let's go down to 3000, but yes, it, it's point Still, taken. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's like the high point of this song and he doesn't sing it and the crowd just butchers it. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that was disappointing. <laughs> like, no, dude, you, you probably need to sing that line. Cause, uh, we don't know how, <laughs> um, some of the other commentary included the dislike for the share cover that was used in an X-Files episode. A guy named Christopher Clegg had a movie idea. Did you see this tweet? No. Walken in Memphis. It's Christopher Walken. <laughs> and the story just follows the rather batty lyrics of the song. He meets the ghost of Elvis and they go on a magical musical adventure. <laughs> I thought that was a good idea. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that was probably that's probably a good idea about twenty years ago. I'm not sure how how old it stand up now, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Walking. <laughs> yep. Underrated tweet. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, and then there was uh, Shanna Boyle tweets. All I know about that song is that Mark Cohn beat out "Color Me Bad" for best new artist at the '92 Grammys, and my eight year old self was pissed. you know in the long run he was much better artist than color me bad personal opinion yeah but winning winning the new artist grammy is not that's like get on the cover of madden it is not good for you yeah just taking a look through here (laughs) now now we're just reading tweets on the air we we run out of ideas i like this one from summer um i got married a true companion one of mark's other songs and potentially probably a second most popular one because it's used a ton in weddings. But the second line of her tweet, I never did have a song for my divorce though. <laughs> speaking of, uh, <clears throat> speaking of doing a movie of Christopher Walken and just let him do the, uh, let him do the whole song as a movie. Did you, um, did you ever see the music video for weapons of choice by fat boy slim starring Christopher Walken? No. Do I need to, am I going to need to post a link to that? Oh, are you in for a treat? <laughs> what I'm going to say is this probably needs to be homework for next week for you. It is Christopher Walken as if you, as you've never seen him. And <laughs> it's really good. If this were a video podcast, we could just interject it right now and then we can commentate on it. But um, yeah, that it wouldn't, it wouldn't do that justice. So yeah, that's a different podcast. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of entertaining. Hop in here. We can deconstruct Mindy Kaling's tweet lots of people there's lots there's also lots of people from memphis that hate the song kind of like people from philly hate philadelphia freedom you're not allowed to play that song um yeah, but let's be honest people from philadelphia hate santa claus so i mean come on let's, you know what pie. you know what you throw you throw snowballs at santa at one eagles game in the 70s and suddenly the whole city is bad forever when you have a jail in the basement of the stadium that says something Smart planning. That's, That's exactly just, what it says. It says you know your audience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? We're going to be efficient here. We're just going to cut out the middleman. Mahoney could attest to that. So it's that. <laughs> if the Phillies send out a survey, is that in it? Um, last in during last season, how many times did you get to partake of the uh, the on-site jail? One. It's a sliding scale from one to eighty-one. It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> Would you be would you be more or less likely to attend if the jail was self-service and contactless? Yes. <laughs> more? <laughs> Significantly more? Less? That can't be contactless in Philly. They actually hit the ball. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> and I and I look at the clock and we're we're at 45 minutes already. What do we need content for? We can talk about anything for 45 minutes. I, I'm 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 thinking people that made it this far probably are disagreeing with that statement in a long ways. <laughs> in a in a, in a no, you, you really, you really do need some content, guys. <laughs> a little more planning would be appreciated by our audience. Yeah, like if I'm going to set aside an hour a week to listen to you, the least you could do is set aside an hour a week to figure out what it is that you're talking about. <laughs> I came prepared with a with something for this week. I learned. 
Okay. All right. Well, let's hey, let's jump to that. So what what did you learn this week? I learned that the Twitter account for KFC follows Jerry Horner, Melanie Brown, Emma Bunton, Mel C, and Victoria Beckham, and Herb Scribner, Herb Wesson, Herb Waters, Herb Dean, Herb Sendak, and Herb Albert. Do you know what that is? Yeah, that's uh, sp- that's eleven herbs and spices. spices. There you go. There you go. And I thought it was pretty darn funny, <laughs> which which then led me to our Twitter account for talking to Todd. At which point, I followed Todd Magel, who's a reporter, a local reporter for KCCI News. Todd Bridges, Todd Bishop, who's an editor and co-founder of GeekWire. You read GeekWire? Follow GeekWire? I, I do not, but okay. okay. Um, Todd Gurley, who was a running back for um, University of Georgia and the Falcons, right? Uh, Todd McFarlane, uh, Todd Cantwell, mostly, mostly for Mark, but um, Todd Cantwell is a- Wait, um, let me guess. Let me guess. If it's mostly for Mark, did he play second base for the Cubs in the 50s and only got a single at bat, but might be the greatest second baseman ever? No, he's a professional soccer player uh, for for Norwich. (laughs) Even better. (laughs) And and the last person I followed was Chuck Todd. I I wanted to follow Todd Sauerbrunn, who was drafted by the Bears and played for the Broncos and was a, a pretty darn good punter. Oh, and I followed Todd Stottlemyre because I was like Todd Stottlemyre as a as a as a player, so we do have a baseball player in there. Um, but the the other Todd that I wanted to follow, but I couldn't find his Twitter or even if any if he's even on Twitter. Todd Fisher is the answer to a very unique trivia question. Do you know what this is? I, I literally have no idea at all. <laughs> so Fisher played part of one season, nine games as a relief pitcher for the California Angels. He holds the unusual distinction of losing a game without throwing a pitch. July 10, 1986, he comes into the bottom of the 12th against the Boston Red Sox with the bases loaded, and he balks home a runner from third before he throws a pitch immediately after entering the game. My thought is, I mean, that's just efficiency is what that is, right? Like... (laughs) Yeah. Angels lose 8-7. And the the rest of the story is he never plays in another major league game again. His last action on a major league field was balking home a runner without throwing a pitch to lose a game. There you go. <laughs> That's what I learned this week. You know, at some point somebody's gonna wonder they're they're gonna they're gonna find talking to Todd Twitter account and see all these other Todds and then think, are they talking to all these guys? <laughs> nope. I'd follow you if I knew what your Twitter handle was. <laughs> I just uh, here's what I'm really worried about now, Dwayne. I'm just worried about that you're starting to set up your. What you've really done is you've just lined up a whole bunch of replacements for me. Because, <laughs> because quite frankly, talking to Todd with Chuck Todd is probably a heck of an idea. <laughs> hey, Chuck, Chuck, what really goes on behind the scenes? Oh, I can tell you some stories. Please, please do. <laughs> I bet he prepares. <laughs> he doesn't just show up. Yeah, he's got some ideas. <laughs> so so that's what I got. How about you? I, I learned this week what a dead scorpion looks like. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. Do you also know what a live scorpion looks like? Thankfully, no. Um, no, I just know what the dead scorpion looks like. So... At, at a couple of months ago, when we when we started uh, hunkering down here in the undisclosed location, uh, I we uh, we we acquired a couple of uh, pieces of gym equipment and made a made a gym out in the uh, in the in the garage. And earlier this week, I went out. Well, a couple of things. I had um, the previous night. There was a very large box that was sitting next to where I have my little gym thing set up. And that box has to, has to go, UPS is coming and it's, they're taking it back because it's, it's not, not the thing that we need. 
So I had the, and this box had been sitting there for at least a month. So I'd pick this box up, which is you know fairly heavy or whatever. And I pick this box up and I move it and I get it right by the garage door so that in the morning, uh, actually in that case, cause we had a couple boxes, sorry. Um, I picked that box up, open the garage door, carry this big box, pick it up, carry it out, set it on the ground. It's now out to be picked up by UPS, close garage door, do that early in the morning, a little later, go out. And I have a, I have a rowing machine out there. And so I sit down on the rowing machine. So I'm just right, just almost right on the ground, right? Just on this rowing machine <clears throat> and I'm getting ready and got the water and I got the towel and I got the phone and the AirPods are all going in and, and then I look over to my right and I go, huh, that's a weird, that is just a weird looking piece of plastic tubing. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. I mean, it's weird because it's, it kind of looks almost like a, like a, like a surgical tubing that's segmented. And then at the end, it like, it got frayed or something because there's, there's stuff coming off of it. Mind you, this is, I mean, I could reach out and like where I'm sitting, I could just reach out and just pick it up and look at it, but <laughs> no. So I look at it and I go, boy, that just, that's a weird piece of like, why didn't I see that before? Oh, that's right. The box was on top of that. And then I think, wait a minute. <laughs> that's not a piece of plastic at the top. Those look like legs. Huh? Go to the left side, grab the phone, scorpion, hold the phone <laughs> over the interesting looking piece of plastic. Cause it was on its back. Um, it was kind of, it was in the it's sort of one of those, you know, the cement, uh, the, the crack between the cement. So it was, it was on its back and, uh, and I hold this picture, I hold my phone up like, Oh yeah. Hey, look at that. It's cool. It's just like, like six, six, eight inches right from where I'm sitting. There's a, there's a dead scorpion in my garage. Wonder how long that's, wonder how long that's been there. And then of course the next thought is, wonder if it's dead. <laughs> Boy, I sure hope it's dead. Cause I've made some assumptions up to this point, but those may not be accurate assumptions. <laughs> and at this point, that's probably some information I need. So, uh, so luckily because I live in a place that gets to be 110, 115, and most of the native plants here will try to scratch you at the least and kill you, um, at the most, uh, over in the yard, uh, in the stuff to take care of the yard, I, ha I have a nice, I have a, I have a, a, a stick with grabbers on it so that you can pick up really, really pokey stuff and not get hurt. So I go grab that and uh, I get ready to go pick up this, what I'm assuming to be a dead scorpion. And then right before I pick it up, this thought goes through my head. If it's not dead, what the hell do I do with it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not picking up with my hand, right? Like it, it's, it's away yeah. from me. No, no, no. Yeah. But I haven't opened the garage door. <laughs> well, you I haven't prepared. You're just hoping it's going to still be there when you turn back around and look for it again. Well, that's true. That's true. Although there is an upside because if it wasn't there when I got back, guess what? Workout's over. <laughs> and not just for today. Workouts. <laughs> Matter of fact, we're not even parking in the garage anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, it was dead and it, it got deposited into, uh, into the uh, trash can. Um, but uh, there you go. That's what, that's what I really learned this week is uh, I got a I got an uncomfortably up close look at a dead scorpion inside my garage. So um, yay, that wasn't that wasn't on any checklist I had before. But uh, yeah, and of course the problem becomes well if there's one in here, right? Yeah. <laughs> they don't just they don't they don't live by themselves, do they? I, I don't know. And to be honest, I was going to Google that now. I've got to Google that now. Okay. Cause tell you what, if I, if, if, if the words, I'll tell you what, if Google gives me an auto suggestion complete of scorpion packs, I've got some work. I've got to go to immediately. <laughs> or nest. How about scorpion nest? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Which, which then, I mean, realistically then, I mean, so, so we live in a place, we know that there are scorpions down here. Um, and, and other stuff, including all sorts of lizards and stuff. That's fine. Hey, it's gone up to 106 now. <laughs> it's it's 5:30 and it's getting hotter. Okay. Anyway, um, that's perfect scorpion weather. 
yeah, they just they just want to get out of they just want to get into the into the shade. So so I then then of course once I understand now that we've had a scorpion in the garage, then I have I have the next step that I have to. I, here's a here's a decision for you, Dwayne, and you you you. This is a play at home. This is everybody can play this game at home. <clears throat> so the scenario is you have now found a dead scorpion in your garage, right near one of the cars. You've taken care of it. There's no, there's no imminent threat that you're aware of. Question, do you go in the house and tell your spouse about the dead scorpion in the garage? <laughs> or do you let her find out about it by listening to the podcast? Well, clearly you figured out that I did tell her because if I hadn't told her, this story would not be being told on the podcast. Because <laughs> I can tell you the wrong answer is don't tell her and tell everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, what what I find entertaining is saying things on this podcast um, that make my wife punch me in the shoulder twice in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> you just put that in there so she's got a reason to listen. So so I come in and I say, hey, Lisa. <laughs> Guess what? Preface it with, there's no need to be worried. <laughs> but I found a dead scorpion in the garage. <laughs> <clears throat> 30 minutes later, I get this. I know you're just trying to warn me about I shouldn't go barefoot in the garage, but I'm kind of wishing you hadn't have told me that, <laughs> which may not be wrong. I'm, I'm going to be honest, right? I, I may have chosen wrong here because then what she did is she started Googling scorpions. And while she didn't find anything about scorpion nests, what she did find out is, <clears throat> do you know that scorpions can climb walls? A, yes. Um, okay. Did you did you also know that they like to hide in shoes? That one we knew. So, okay. so that one we know because the okay. some, I, I've got I got a pair of cycling shoes out in the garage. Um, any shoes that stay in the garage, the rule is before you put them on, you pick them up. And although after thinking about this and then seeing how big that one was, every time I go out in the garage, if I have a pair of shoes out there, I pick it up and I um, you sort of you, you tap them right. You kind of like knock knock them you know, hit the heel on the ground right? to make sure that there's nothing in there. Having seen this dead one, I've now realized I've been doing that for four and a half years. If one came out of the shoe, I don't know what I would do. (laughs) You're going to need to, you're going to need to start grabbing your shoes with a pokey stick. There you go. (laughs) There you just, Exactly. I now realize while I was trying to do the right thing, I was way underprepared for the consequences of what could happen. Because at a couple of points, I'm pretty sure the way that I was doing it, if there was a scorpion in there, it would land on my actual foot, (laughs) like the foot, the foot I'm getting ready to put in there. Well, thank goodness I didn't put my foot in the shoe because there was a scorpion in there. Now there's a scorpion on the top of it that I can easily see. So That's that's handy. Yeah the more you know nbc so so they can climb walls which which is awesome because i was just worried about the scorpions on the ground but now i'm a, i got to be worried about the drop scorpions cool the the other piece though she said and according to this do you know why scorpions like uh, end up in people's beds and my thought was <laughs> up until this point i didn't even realize that we should be worried about scorpions in the bed <laughs> Didn't, didn't even know that was a thing to think about. Um, a, a, apparently, it's because they walk up the wall, and then they walk on the ceiling. And while they can walk up walls, they're not good at walking on the ceiling because they're heavy. So, so they go up the walls, and then they walk on, on the ceiling, and then eventually they can't hold themselves, and they fall. And if they do that in people's beds, uh, over people's beds, um, they end up in people's beds. So this will be the last podcast from the Undisclosed Location. <laughs> Moving someplace much cooler, uh, and, and and burning this house down. Oh, so yeah. so so. What you're saying is these are not Lionel Richie because <laughs> they can't dance on the ceiling. Because they can't dance on the ceiling. Yeah, that's a oh, what a feeling when you're dancing yeah. on the ceiling. Yep, that's that's a reference for my sister-in-law Julie. She loves Lionel Richie more than I more than I thought was humanly possible. Huge Lionel Richie fan. Ah. <laughs> Yeah. So apparently, and, and, and this isn't, this is something that uh, I haven't learned yet, but apparently, um, also in the undisclosed location, not, not in our yards, but out 
Um, apparently there are Gila monsters. Um, there's lots of lizards, but apparently there's Gila monsters as well, which are big lizards. And, um, our, our neighbor has said that they have, um, they have, they've seen one out in the state park that I hike all the time. Um, in the four years I've been out there, I've, I've never seen one, but now it's like, cool. No. <laughs> all right. Got to keep an eye out for scorpions. Got to keep an eye out for Gila monsters. Got to love the outdoors. Can those kill you? Um, okay. More on the Google. Okay. I'm going to have to, that's probably, that's probably some good information to know, isn't it? Todd's animal planet next week. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's too great. Thank yous this week. Note, as always, uh, our theme, Happy Boy, by Kevin McLeod, is available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. Thanks, as always, to Podbean for hosting. You can subscribe. Find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or pretty much anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can tweet at us at Talking to Todd. Um, if you know any other Todds that we need to be following, let us know. And uh, that feedback you can send to us at feedback at talking to Todd.com. Thanks to our listeners. Hey, Todd, you got any closing remarks? Gila monsters are venomous, but sluggish. So it does, it represents very little threat to humans. Sorry. What? Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> I don't have to be faster than the Gila monster. I just have to be faster than you. That's pretty much what it comes down to. <laughs> I think I can even do that. Be faster than the heel monster. So maybe maybe that's not as appropriate as appropriate as it is for the bear. Normally it's I can I can be faster than a sluggish heel monster. One would hope. Oh boy. Until next week. We've been talking to Todd. I was told that I'm not supposed to snap my fingers along with the music. It's apparently too cheesy. Well, you you weren't on the beat either, so <laughs> it's it's not a good look for you. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> Not in my car, you weren't. <laughs>